Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthy is hot life. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? It's still dark and gloomy over here, so make sure you listen to last week's episode of the podcast. It's all about tips and tricks on how to beat the winter blues. Um, This week, we have a special edition of the podcast, so I was lucky enough to be on Canadian icon Jan Arden's podcast. This was all to help promote the Healthiest Hot Show, which is now streaming on Crave. And you know, I've been doing this business, this industry for six and a half years now. And I have interviewed many actors and musicians while they're out doing press to promote and push their latest projects. And this was the first time where I was pushing my own project. So, you know, to hopefully get people excited and interested in the Healthiest Hot Show, I did radio, I did news outlets across the country. Um, I was on Jan Arden's podcast, for example. I was on the Marilyn Dennis show and the social. And it was so fun and weird to be on the other side of things. It definitely makes me feel very um, more empathetic when the next time I interview someone who's been doing a lot of press. But this one in particular, being on Jan's podcast, was really special to me because A, She's such a boss. Like, not only is she an incredibly talented artist that has put out tons of albums with big hits, she's also just a really rad person. Jan can be comical and funny and over-the-top humorous and just make everybody smile in the room, but she also has this really sweet, sensitive, intuitive side to her, and I got to experience that firsthand in this podcast. I was so freaking lucky that she wanted to talk about this with me, and I wish I had more time and because we could have just kept chatting forever she's just one of those people that you can have real honest conversations with and you feel safe you know that's a pretty special quality that she has Um, and so rather than do our typical podcast I figured I would give you guys the podcast that Jan and I did instead. And uh, so it's a little shameless plug because I want everyone to check it out. But you get to hear from your girl rather than have me ask all the questions. Um, So definitely check out Jan's podcast and enjoy this week's special edition of the Healthiest Hot Podcast where I get interviewed by none other than the incredible Jan Arden. Hello, you're listening to the Jan Arden Podcast, and as I always do week after week, I have amazing guests, 
and um, today is no exception. Uh, Chloe Wilde is is here with us, and she is a person that does an awful lot of things. She's a, a, can I say you're a scientist? I mean, because what it, loosely <laughs> in the term, but you have you 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 are educated, and your academic background is in science. Yeah. So when you are a very beautiful human being, and you are let they say talking head on eTalk. You have done a lot of journalism over the last few years on TV. So I think a lot of times people go, hey, she's really great looking. But on top of that, you're super damn smart. There's something going on up here. There's a lot There's going a brain on. in there. Yeah. And and, uh, and and women are equally hard on each other with going, oh, you know, how did she blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I just want everyone to know unbelievably intelligent. We're really lucky to have you today. I know your time is really limited. Listen, I want to just dive right in. Um, January 19th is the day that they're saying, I don't know who's saying, but someone's saying people give up on their fitness goals. They give up on their resolutions. They give up on their diets. Why do you think that is? You know what? I think resolutions are this double-edged sword. You know, they're this... It's just me losing my headphones. <laughs> if we're getting too excited. We're yeah. getting too fired up. Uh, but this is a real thing. You know, January 1st comes along. People make these goals, make these resolutions. And then all of a sudden, January 1st comes, and all of a sudden, there's this heavy pressure to all of a sudden be a better person and be a new person and, and work out this much and quit smoking and be more committed to your community. Those are great things to have. Great goal. But... But you know what? The thing is, is goals take time. So if they you're going to put all that on your plate on January 1st, by January 19th, you might be tired. You might have gone back to your old <laughs> routines. But I think it's okay. I think it's okay to fall off the bandwagon because the bandwagon is not going anywhere. So if you're looking at your resolutions and you're feeling a bit disappointed, know that it's okay. And also know that you're not alone. Were you ever the kind of person, young woman, that was hard on yourself, your body, your image, your arms, legs, face, neck. Like, what is your history with your body and, and how you felt about it? Oh, Jan, how okay. much time do you have? Well, no, I just want to touch on that yeah. because, once again, people, you know, they look at someone and they don't know the history. They mm -hmm. don't know the mental health that goes into curating how we how we look and how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. So I just want to get your take on it, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, and I'm about. I'm an open book. I'm okay. an open book. I will say that now I'm in a really healthy place. Okay. I think I have a... a, a the best relationship I have with my my own inner self and also my outer self. But when I was younger, furthest thing from the truth. I right. mean, I remember, I remember going into high school, you know, and I think girls are even experiencing it earlier on, these self-conscious kind of thoughts. But for me, it was right at the beginning of high school where I became very aware of my body. And I was that girl that wore oversized band shirts Every single day, if you, you know, people were going to a swimming pool or to the beach, I would wear a t-shirt into the beach and into the pool. I felt so uncomfortable with my body. So many negative thoughts when I looked at myself in the mirror. And I was whatever size, you know, like I wasn't, no one would look at me and be like, oh. Yeah, it's not about that. No. It's, it's, a, it's about what's happening with you internally. Mm -hmm. It's not, it, it isn't a number mm -hmm. how we feel about ourselves. Yeah, and it was, it <clears throat> wasn't uh, an easy time and I hid it. I kept it to myself, you know, talking about body image and mental health were not things that were openly discussed the way they are now. But back then it was a struggle. I counted calories. I would bring a pepper, a single pepper to school 
as my lunch, which clearly is not enough. And I would feel bad about it. And then I went through a period where I would purge and binge. So I would overeat. Which is quite common, right? Yeah. And I would force myself to purge or I would go running until I couldn't run anymore. And it became a really vicious cycle where not only did my weight fluctuate, but it didn't fluctuate to such a severity that people raised red flags. What was the breaking point for you when you went, you know what? gotta look after myself. I gotta tell you, it was 2013. And that was the year that my life completely changed. At that point, I had finished one science degree from McGill. I was halfway through my second one in nursing, which I'm still so proud of that I did that. But at that time, I suffered a really bad burnout. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was an overachiever at school. Um, I was working multiple part-time jobs to pay my way through school, and I suffered a burnout. And thankfully, um, the mental health practitioners at McGill sat me down and said, hey, your GPA is great, but you're not doing so great. So how about you take some time off, take a sabbatical, and you can come back. Your grades won't be affected. There will be a spot for you in the classroom, but take this time to focus on you. And that was the first time someone allowed me the space and allowed me the time to actually realize that I needed to work on myself. So that was December of 2012 that I made that decision. 2013, new year, I have all this free time. I have this freedom to be me and be healthy. And I felt so lost up until that time, being an academic was my identity. It was like, hey, I'm Chloe and I'm a science student at McGill. What are you all about? And all of a sudden I lost that. So not only did I feel like I lost my identity, but I also wasn't in a good place. So I had all this energy and nowhere to put it. And I'll never forget this day. I was sitting on the couch in my apartment in Montreal, feeling really sad, feeling so, so sad and so lost. So were you single at the time? No, I was actually living with my ex, who is an incredible, incredible human. And uh, he was also going through a transitional phase. So we were both kind of transitioning into the unknown. And so I'm sitting on the couch crying, not sure what I'm doing. I'm haphazardly flipping through the channels on TV when I come across a commercial on Much Music. And all I heard was, do you want to be the next Much Music VJ? And in that moment, I decided to say, (laughs) why not? I have no idea who I am. I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I've got the time. I'm going to do it. How old were you in 2013? So I was 24. So the interesting thing to me is at 24 years old, listening to you talk, I think what a lot of young women and men don't understand sometimes is that it's exactly what you're supposed to be doing is figuring out who you are. You're not supposed to know. And that almost seems like that aha moment Mm -hmm. where the VJ thing came up out of seemingly nowhere because here you are on this academic path, you know, doing this. That seems so out of left field to have this message come through going, not actually what I've been studying for, <laughs> but my my dad said an inter- interesting thing to me when I was your age and growing up. He said, you know, because I was struggling going to school too. And he said, well, you're going to find out what you don't want to do. But you're going to find out that you're going to absorb that in and, and, and somehow make it work in your life. So I love the fact that you were open <laughs> to going, I'm going to be a VJ. And or at least try for yeah. it. And that takes a lot of balls. I mean, I I think back to that time and I'm like, where did that come from? That that curiosity, you know, to but, just try something new, like step out so completely what, out of my comfort zone. What was the next step? Because I, I absolutely want to talk about, you know, your 
your new series. Um, so you went yes. to Toronto, I would imagine. The rest, as they say, is history, but give us the abridged version. Oh, Jan. So basically, <laughs> I created uh, an audition tape. It's on YouTube. If you want to check yes, it out and look. see little baby Chloe, just just look up Chloe Wilde Much Music VJ Search. You'll see a bright pink polka dotted onesie, and that was my video. So we did the audition a tape. onesie. I oh, like yeah. it. And then I was lucky enough to make top 20, and the top 20 contestants were flown to Vancouver, and we road-tripped across the country to all the way to Ottawa, and then we finished with live episodes in Toronto. And in each major city, there was a challenge. Someone got eliminated and sent home. And then by the time the live show, You were in a reality up, show. I was in a reality show. I felt like I was living out were a psychology Were you scared, senseless? Or were you just riding this wave of adrenaline? It was a lot of adrenaline and it was a lot of unknown. But because I felt so lost, I was so open to just trying something new. I mean, I was one of the oldest contestants. I was 24. Let Most me of ask you this. 18. Did you set body image things aside? Were you so focused on something other than your physical stuff? Did that seem to take like a second a backseat to it like did you focus on that or were you able to let that go so I thought I let it go okay but by the time we road trip from Vancouver to Ottawa which is where my mom lives I got off the VJ search bus she was there with an obnoxious sign that said Chloe for VJ on it and her face went from pure excitement to pure concern you had lost weight I'd lost so much weight and she pulled me aside and said sweetheart if you go into this career if you choose this path or whatever path you choose choose healthy do this in a healthy way. And that night, I went to the gym at the hotel we were staying at and for whatever reason, felt compelled to use the hashtag healthy is hot for the very first time. I do not know oh, where I it came the from. Connection. But essentially, that reality show not only launched me into this amazing, exciting career, but it also birthed healthy is hot. So six and a half years ago, my life took a turn and it, you know, it blossomed these two incredible avenues for me. And now here we are still in the industry, which is amazing. And now Healthy as Hot is bigger than ever. And I know I wish we had like a 19 hour <laughs> show. So that day in the gym, hashtag Healthy is Hot. That conversation with your mom was a game changer. It was. It was. And it was probably the most impactful thing my mom has ever said to me. And I was a grown woman. Like, I, I you know, at 24, I yeah. thought I was an adult. You know, like, I thought I knew <laughs> things and knew myself. Well, you did. But in that moment, I needed to hear that. And I think I needed to hear it from my mom. And I am so grateful that she had the courage to look me eye to eye and just tell me that simple statement to focus on health to focus on my words are powerful they really really are and it set me on a path it was just almost like my etch-a-sketch was shaken and I was able to start fresh and I decided to build a better life where I focused on not only my physical health but also my mental health so this couldn't come at a better time I don't think for um if the, the messaging for young mm. women tell me about Healthy is hot because I love the sensuality about what that conjures up in my mind. I love the fact that it's not so much about <clears throat> weight. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the way you have to be to be hot. That healthy is hot focuses your messaging on something that's really important. It's not about anything but being your best. And I love that, Chloe. So tell me about where this whole show started and what people can expect to see. I, I still can't believe that I'm talking to you about a show 
well, unhealthy is hot. Like it's it's still hearing you say those words makes my heart just <laughs> skip a beat because it's so amazing. And I'm so grateful that we had this chance because I do believe that health is so much more than how many times you go to the gym or what you eat in a day. Yes, of course, those and things an are important. important. Message. It is. But there's so many other things. So this is a six part series on Crave streaming now. So check it it's out. Streaming now, yeah. folks. And in it, we explore. But don't stop listening to us to go <laughs> no. watch it. Wait mm-hmm. till we're done. Mm-hmm. Okay, go. Yeah, yeah. you got to listen to this first and then okay. you can go. But <laughs> every episode has a different theme. And in each episode, we explore a different avenue of health. So we start off tapping into your inner wild child. So reconnecting to nature. And this was done in the beautiful Tofino area, which it was my it first is. time it's going gorgeous. there. And everyone puts Tofino on a pedestal. You know, they're like, you're going to go you know why. and have a feeling. And I got there and I was like, I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. So in that episode, it's really all about reconnecting with nature, celebrating nature, and also respecting nature because it's something we have to do. So we, you know, do forest bathing, which is hiking and meditation. Oh, do tell. Yeah, so I'd never heard about it either. I thought to myself, I'm sorry, you're going to have me bathe in a forest in November in Tofino? But no, it's this old Japanese tradition where you're essentially meditating while hiking and while being in an old growth forest. And it was eye opening. I thought to myself, okay, well, I'm game. I'm open. But you really do feel connected to everything around you. Mm -hmm. And then we take it from there. And then I got to surf with an indigenous surf school called Waya Surf. So we got to enjoy nature, but also learn about the heritage. I mean, I surf a little bit. Had you surfed before? Yeah, a little bit. So I was able to get up. I was able to get up on some baby waves. And then we We end that episode with a beach cleanup. So, you know, we start off by being mindful about what's around us. We celebrate it by being in the water and also respecting the land that we're on. And then we end by realizing, whoa, we are having an effect on nature. There is plastic everywhere. So let's step up and be better humans. So that's the one example of an episode. Another one which I was really excited about and terrified for good reason is all about facing your fears. Because oh. I think a big part about being a healthy person is seeing what lies on the other side of fear, pushing past your comfort zone, seeing what happens when you really do step outside of of that comfort zone. Well, what are you what are you afraid of, do you think? Well, in this episode, the producer was like, can I do whatever I want? And I was like, yep, I'm giving you carte blanche. So to, I was, to push your buttons. To push my buttons. Okay. So I was blindfolded. I would never do that. Yeah, I don't think I ever will again. Okay, blindfolded. You've got my interest. Go. Blindfolded in a car for what felt like two hours. Driving around. No. I just yeah. <laughs> so then we get to the location. She walks me out of the car. And by the time the, the, you know, the shot is blocked off, the cameras are in place. She says, okay, take off your blindfold. And I realize I am standing on a bridge 160 feet above running water and rocks and trees. And I will be facing my fear of heights by bungee jumping in Whistler. No. With cameras all around me. But you know what? We did it. It wasn't easy, but so I had you to push jumped past. off the bridge, mm-hmm. bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, Never it was tough. Never in a million bajillion years. <laughs> but you know, if you do it, if you push yourself and you no, give yourself the chance. There's no amount of pushing, <laughs> Chloe, that would have me bungee jumping. But I, I do understand that. And I think the fact that you were so willing to take those things on is helpful and I know that's extreme and and Mm -hmm. I I do want to address that a little bit I think for people you know that are watching it's not about those extreme challenges too I mean that's an example but you know some people are challenged by wearing red oh yeah like it's it's small things but I um what what did that feel like is that what you were expecting 
I thought I was going to be braver than I was. I knew, of course, I would be terrified because it kind of goes against your natural oh, instincts. Yeah. But I'm a pretty game individual, and that really humbled me. I was yeah. bawling. I hit myself in the face on my way down, came up. I was bleeding. I really didn't feel that I had faced my fears that first jump. So I went for a second jump because I... For the purpose of the show and for the purpose of, you know, my well-being, I needed to know what it felt like to actually face my fear. And on the other side of it, it was exhilarating. I felt really proud of myself. I survived. Um, And I encourage everyone to face their fears. And you're right. It doesn't have to be extreme like that. It can be raising your hand in a meeting or in a classroom. It can be, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone and volunteering in your community and just kind of going into the unknown. It can be going to an improv class. Whatever it is that you're kind of nervous about. I encourage you to at least try it. Dip your toes in the water. And if it doesn't feel good, if you don't enjoy it, if you really don't get anything out of it, well, at least you tried. Exactly. Because you've got to push yourself in this life. What are are you... I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. I think, for you, Chloe. Going into Healthy is Hot and creating this series. Um, obviously, that has been a mind-boggling experience for you. How do you see yourself going forward? Were you one of those young women? I mean, you talk about seeing the ad for a much music DJ, you know, five, six years ago. Um, do you, are you a goal maker? Like, are you one of those people that is kind of like, oh, hey, Chloe, what is Chloe, what does that look like at 35 for Chloe? What does that look like at 40? Are you one of those people and is that important to you to, to make goals? I think goal setting is really important, but I think it's also really important to be kind to yourself with those goals and to also be patient. Things take time. Where I am now, I mean, I'm 31. I've got this great show. Um, you know, I work for eTalk. We've known each other for years yeah, because yeah, of this yeah. building. And I really actually need to slot out some time to figure out what I want next because I never imagined sitting here talking about a show called Healthiest Hot. But that's the great part about yeah. life is all these unexpected turns in the road. And, uh, I mean, who knows what's next? I mean, I I feel like you're the type of person that it wouldn't surprise me to walk into a theater and see you, you know, acting. <laughs> Like, but that's the thing. I I think um, a lot of us get stifled by believing we're supposed to just do Mm -hmm. one thing. And maybe that was that moment on your couch, too, in Montreal when you've been this, you know, studying and working so hard academically and then finding yourself being able to launch into this whole other world. Did did your all that experience that you had at university, that stuff must have really come to the forefront making this series because there's a lot of science behind being healthy. There's a lot of science behind mental health. I mean, it's been proven that Mm -hmm. you were talking about being in a forest. Um, They take young men that are in severely addicted, young men, there's a program in Alberta, and they go on these outdoor programs, and it is the most success that they've had with with curing opioids is putting them in nature. So there's there's something what you're doing that's very science-based. It's proven that trees and outside and air and water can cure people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been shown to reduce cortisol, which we all know is that stress hormone. It can improve your sleep, improve creativity. And I love that you made that connection because I am so proud of my science background. I've got a tattoo of a chemical symbol on my forearm to remind me of where I came from and to never stop being curious and wanting to seek out information. And now that I'm in this media industry, entertainment, storytelling, these are 
excuse me, new passions of mine. And if I could meld those two together to create content that not only entertains, not only is visually appealing, but content that people can take something away from it, learn something, maybe question themselves, question the world, uh, try to be better humans and also just have more, you know, more tools in their tool toolbox so that they can be better and happier and healthier people. That would be the ultimate, ultimate dream. What do you do when you find yourself those little feelings nibbling at your heels, those feelings of doubt, those feelings of you can't do that, Chloe. Like, what are you thinking? Because I don't think any of us are ever exempt from the things that put you in that place all Mm -hmm. those years ago when you stepped off that bus and your mom was like, listen, Mm -hmm. girl, um, what do you do to maintain your your wellness? I mean, that voice, that little nagging itch at your heels daily. Okay. Feeling like an imposter also daily. I think it's something that I still have to work on, believing in myself, believing that I I deserve to be here and I deserve to have a voice. And I've come to terms with that voice. I'm like, cool, if you're going to be there, do your thing, but I'm going to work against you. I'm going to work and try to be better. And I think for me, movement is really, really important, whether it's walking to work. And that's another scientific thing. Yeah. You know, a body in motion, you know, uh, move it or lose it, they always say. Um, This is always a difficult question, but advice to all those young men and women that are coming up behind you, that are seeing your show, um, Healthy is Hot, on Crave, streaming right now. Um, I also believe it's on ctv.ca, is it not? Ooh. Can they go on that website? We're going to double check that. But you know what? Just stick with Crave. Ignore everything <laughs> I've said. Just just in, in 30 yeah. seconds, what, what, would, what would you say to young people that are just aspiring and trying to figure out who they are right now? I think the biggest thing is to be open. Okay. Be open-minded, be kind to yourself, be patient, and say yes to things. You know what I mean? Life will present you opportunities when it's the right time. And if you open your mind and your heart and your eyes, they are there. And you just have to find the courage in you to say yes and to jump in. Just jump in. Be curious. Stay a student. And also, you got this. You got this. I promise and to, you. And to, uh, to champion other people is so important, too. And I yeah. think you're doing that. Thank you. Just encouraging people along the way. I can't even thank you enough. Healthy is hot is streaming on Crave, and uh, go watch it now, because now our conversation, well, hopefully our conversation is just getting started, yeah. Chloe, and I hope you'll come back and, and just keep telling us where you're at in all of this. Thank you so much. My, my guest has been Chloe Wild, and uh, this is the Jan Orton Podcast. Thanks, Jan. Thank you. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. A huge thanks to Home, this really cool modern meditation space in Toronto for hosting us and making us feel right at home today. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out and experience FOMO. Rate and leave us a comment and also follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. But most of all, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. I'll see you next week.